messages will be right back. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. Are you in good hands? And now, a word from our sponsors. Hey everybody, welcome to After These Messages, bringing you hot takes on commercial breaks. That's right, we're going to talk about commercials again today. We're going to talk about the good ones, and the bad ones, and the ones where people say weird shit like this. I was like, going down the hill, and like, this guy like, cut me off, and like, there was a crowd, oh, and like, on, and I was me. like... My name is Andrew Walsh, I'm here with Genevieve Has. Hello, Genevieve. Hi, Andrew. You had an idea for a show today. I did. What was it again? Um, It was... When you throw things, <laughs> when they throw things at products. When and you, and I liked how I, you kept asking me what we were going to do the show about this week. And I kept going like, well, I had that idea about commercials where they throw things at the product. And you go, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then six hours later. So uh, did you have any ideas for the show this week? <laughs> I take it this was you were not super hot on this. I just noticed it. And I feel like what's frustrating is that I feel like the, the idea of like, Let's show what our product can take, like the, how tough it is by throwing a watermelon at it. I feel like I've seen that a million times, and yet it was like hard to, it was hard to triangulate to find all of those examples. But we found a few. I think that was more my concern. Is this, and I feel like we've set ourselves up for this the past several shows, where you and I have tried to get better about like coming up with an idea, hanging on to that idea for several weeks or a couple of months letting it accumulate and then, and then as we see things on tv let them add up because this one was really hard to find examples of i agree with you there's a million commercials where people are throwing something at a product to show usually how tough it is but not in all cases um i had a little bit of trouble coming up with some like i just know there are some good zingers out there but we'll talk about one that is in heavy rotation right now that uh, gave us the idea, and if listeners have any others to contribute, they know how to reach us. Yes. Right? Uh, also, commercials in the news, Million Moms are mad again. Uh, what I, else is new? That's barely news. No, I, and I hate to even give them the headline, but I did something today related to this story Uh-oh. that I think you might did you, be... Did you join a hate group? No, but I think you might be mad at me, the million Genevieve's got mad at Andrew. <laughs> I, I don't not, not mad, just probably disappointed. Am I going to have to boy, call for a boycott of you? I did something as that usual. I think you will find disappointing and aggravating and worth ridiculing me over. And that is the big three. I, I half did it because I <laughs> thought that that would be fun on the show okay. to hear you take me to task for something I did this afternoon regarding this commercial that the Million Moms are mad at. Um, and uh, you put together the ad council. Did you buy a cowboy hat and wear it into a Burger King? And I said, I'm a damn fool. <laughs> uh, the Million Moms, by the way, are mad at uh, at this uh, Burger King impossible burger commercial for a really dumb reason. Um so, anyway, uh, Ad Council, anything good in there today? It would be weird if you said no. Uh, yeah, we've got a couple of uh, good heads up from some people in on the Facebook group, so we'll get to that. All right, sounds good. So, let's start, though, with uh, a segment we like to call, These Are Commercials in Which People Are Throwing Things at a Product. <laughs> Okay, I got the giggles. Should we start with the phone one? Let's start with the phone one. That's the one that that brought it to mind. Okay. This is for the iPhone 11 Pro. It's the the newest of the new iPhones. You wanted to hear something really sad and embarrassing about me. Yes, I'll meet you later. I went to search for the... So, you know, I'm an Android user. I've never owned an iPhone. Um, So I have... I'm I'm further and further from the center of like I, of iPhone culture mm-hmm. basically uh, as time has gone on. And when I went to search for this ad, I was like, "Well, I know it's the new iPhone. Let's see. I think that would be iPhone six. <laughs> and I seriously was searching for iPhone six, and finally I was like, "New iPhone." It was like eleven. I wouldn't have known either. Eleven though. I thought for sure. I now I remember when ten came out, but I think eleven really caught me off guard. Yep. This yep. one, this one finally goes to eleven. What Android are you on? Because we're, but we've been. I'm an S eight. Okay, Samsung Galaxy S eight. Galaxy S eight. I'm an Galaxy. S- I I can remember the way I remember is the way our like one of our robot speakers oh, in yeah. the house when it connects with it pairs with it goes connected to Galaxy S eight. I named mine because I didn't like the way it said ten. Uh-huh. It said uh, Galaxy S 
I don't know if it said one O or what it was. <laughs> um, and so I, I, my phone is kind of a tinted blue color on the back. And so I named it blue boy. And now it's even <laughs> oh, yeah. funnier. I'm connected to the speaker. Blue boy. And our Boo speaker says connected to blue boy. <laughs> and she says boy in a very funny way. I'll try to record it. If you can remind me, I'll try to record yeah. that and we'll play it on next week's show. Um, okay. So this is, I don't understand this commercial. It's like, is this because I'm an Android person? The, I found this commercial. I mean, it was visually kind of stimulating. I guess there's yeah. a lot of. It was like looking through a. Um, what do you call the things? I had one as a kid that you would look through and you would spin it and all the like little colors. Yeah, it's like it's like kind of a kaleidoscopy commercial, right? Sort of. I mean, I don't. You know, I guess it gets a little bit. They get a little trippy with the visuals, but essentially, what you're seeing is the the phone itself. It's like uh, sort of fixed in a big room that looks sort of like some sort of testing facility it makes me think of like um like a wind tunnel or something Mm -hmm. that you would use to like test a jet engine Mm -hmm. but the phone is fixed in the middle of this test looking kind of uh long room and then they're just firing like all kinds of weird shit at it like liquids and foods and all kinds of things and featured prominently in the corner are those three cameras which mm-hmm. i mean again as an android user i don't know what do the three cameras do i guess it's amazing yeah yeah i have a theory on that too and again i'm not an iphone user so i could be wrong but you know the the phone camera technology is it's getting better and better on both you know kind of devices the androids and the i i iphones and their um that seems to be like the number one selling point the past couple yeah, of years. Yeah, that's where the wars are. That's for where the sure. wars and are. And that going makes sense. On. I mean, that's what we that's the beauty of your phone is like, can it take a good picture? And the new iPhone now has the three lenses. And my guess is because they're so into design, I could be totally wrong, but my guess is probably the functionality that they get out of those three would not be that much less if you had one. I think they want to emphasize it physically on the phone, even though it looks clunky to me. Right. You could do I, it internally. Yes. I think that, you know, everybody's just got a little. It used to be that you would try to hide the camera as much as possible. And I think that they're trying to like brand That's this an interesting idea. three lens look. So yeah. it's like, oh, wow, you have the new iPhone. It yes. stands out. Yeah. I think you're, I wouldn't be surprised at all. That seems to totally align with their branding philosophy and the way they've always been leaders in the form factors. Yeah. Um, But so they have the phone. It's very distinctive looking, of course, with the three cameras. And they're just like throwing food at it. And it's it's just to show you how tough it is. Now. A kid's toy. Bunch of kids' toys. A Spider-Man. A tiny Spider-Man. Some cabbages. Fruit for some, some vegetables, a glove. Now they're dropping a wedding cake on it. And then they're melting the wedding cake off with a sprinkler. It's tough out there, iPhone 11 Pro. Not the 6, as a lot of people will tell you. <laughs> they're basically the same. Um, okay, I think we said pretty much everything we need to say about that commercial. So it makes me think of two things I'd like to share with you okay. and the audience. Number one. The fact that this is kind of this weird industrial space reminds me of another idea we have for a show that I think this is another slow burner. Mm-hmm. I think this is one where we need to Which keep... we're incapable of doing yes, now. Yes, I think we, so. Let me throw it out so to... We're so bankrupt, let me see. <laughs> let me see if I can throw it out to the audience and maybe they can also like kind of keep an eye out for these commercials and we can build a list. I would like to do a show about commercials that take space that take place in like an empty space, basically a vacuum. Boundless void. That was my idea. Boundless void. Was it your idea? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I thought that you pointed out this one commercial that takes place in a boundless void. And I said, Oh, we should do a whole show on that. But oh my God, this is the story of our relationship. No, this okay. A hundred percent. My idea. I'll give that one to you. Um, it's a fine idea. I'm not into it as much. As I <laughs> yeah. Was suddenly ago. it doesn't seem so good. <laughs> does it? Um, but uh, no, no. So keep an eye out for those kinds of commercials. Cause I think I've seen them in a, just a million times. I'm not even talking about the, the Tim Heidecker or not Tim Heidecker. Um, 
who's doing the unreality or Mr. Reality. Oh, Eric Wareheim. Yeah, not not like that kind of Eric Wareheim. But literally like a big white featureless space yeah. where either people are walking around having an, having in some sort of interaction or just like the product is doing its yeah. thing. Yeah, I think those early Mac commercials actually Yeah, those were for sure were Hodgman. definitely in a... Um, so anyway, that was one thought. Also, back to this, the kind of hangar space that this takes place in, reminds me of a tweet I saw that I'd like to tell you about. Somebody took a photo. Did I ever show you this? Somebody took a photo of their cheese grater, four-sided classic-looking cheese grater from underneath Mm-hmm. So it's kind of it looks like it's kind of going out into the infinity and you have the weird lights coming in from the sides. Right. And somebody took a photo of that and said, this is exactly like every rap video in the 90s. Oh, yeah. And like you could totally and see Missy Elliott just like dancing inside. There's something about the perspective of zooming in on the cheese grater and it just had that kind of, again, almost boundless void only like. Kind right. Of with the, with the uh, receding. Uh, with the perspective. Yes, and a yeah. kind of a fisheye camera, kind of. Yeah. Um, so, anyway. Uh, anything else on this commercial before we move on? Well, I just feel like it's a little... Like, what is the point exactly? I mean, like, a wedding cake fell on it. It can get wet. I mean, what there? there's nothing in here that's... Just, they don't throw a hammer at it, you yeah. know? I mean, they only throw things that are pretty soft. But I think they're throwing things that your phone might encounter. I agree with you fundamentally. This was a commercial that kind of kept... Commercials that don't have a lot of dialogue often recede into the background for me. So if I'm watching TV, I'm often like looking up halfway through it. And I'm Mm -hmm. just like, I don't know. Why is a sticky Spider-Man stuck to the phone? I don't know what's going on. Yeah. I mean, I I guess they're going for sort of a, a... An artistic rendering of like the trials and travails of life with a kid the or kids, at, a, at an yeah. event or, a, you know, things mm-hmm. get wet, things get sticky, whatever. But it just it was like an artist's rendering of stuff your phone hits. Yeah, like an or like a very arty way of doing it. Yeah. Like I honestly like has have any of these uh, commercials just shown the the phone being dropped in the toilet yet because they should. I know because that's what that's where your phone gets in the water phone. You had the little. It's not when you forget it's yeah. in your pocket and you jump off the dock at your wedding. Right, exactly. Or it's little Wayne you, pouring. It's, uh, it's when you have your phone yeah. with you in the bathroom. Yeah. And you forget and it tips into the toilet. That's right. So but they don't want to show that. Just I know you don't want to show it, but yeah. that is what is happening. <laughs> that's right. So we all know. I think somebody could do something creative and fun and funny that isn't completely gross. Like, is there's a couple of ways to do it? Just don't let the Charmin bears get a hold of it. They're the worst. They're the grossest. So bad. Uh, All right. So there's another commercial, though, because two commercials makes a trend that's out now uh, for. And I don't think I've seen this one. You told me about it. I've seen it in the wild. Basically the same thing, only with a truck bed. (laughs) Truck bed. This is the GM. I didn't think that was funny until the words came out of my mouth. (laughs) There are a number. There's one. There's a Chevy truck bed commercial where they dump. um, They compare the the Ford F-150 to the I think it's the Chevy some Chevy truck. I don't remember which one. I think it's the Sierra. First in class payload. Oh yeah, it's, it's you know it's our it's our friend Bod uh, Bod Poich Boyd Poch. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Boyd Poch and he's real people, not actors. And they're standing around there with their uh, uh, you know work you know safety glasses on, and they're and all these dudes are going like, oh, this is gonna be good. This is gonna be so exciting. As like a a dump truck dumps like cinder blocks and crap into the two different truck beds, and of course the Fords. Is worse and dents up and punctures and. I kind of i I'd be kind of geeked to see that. I think. Well, I'm sorry you missed out. I'm, I'm sorry, just saying. I'm sorry you didn't like, get to like experience peak masculinity. If I can give him the benefit of the doubt, I like seeing things get kind of destroyed. Yeah, it's fine. But here's what's weird about that: you can There's only you can't find the version. They've taken down almost all record of that commercial. There's no 30 second or one minute versions. There's a three minute version that's very you know that has like the sort of the whole scenario play out but for some reason chevy is very weird about that campaign like they don't like to leave up we've mm. experienced this before because we like to complain about it, and i think that's why yeah not us personally but like people really love to dunk on that campaign mm-hmm. and i think they pull down the ads pretty much right after they're done running them on the reg i bet you're right because they get memefied and like that boston guy makes fun of them yeah whatever. yeah yeah um, yeah, I just had a thought. I'm sorry. I'm really scattered today, which is new for me, uh, of course. Um, 
the Chevy campaign that we have been hating on for years and years and years, the very first one, he destroys people's phones, doesn't he? It's one of the first ones, yeah. And that is what really, I mean, that's it's still one of the worst, I yeah, think. Yeah, he's like, right? oh, I put your phones in a, tr- in, in a, in a shredder. shredder. That son of and a bitch. And they're like, oh, psych, he didn't. Uh, so anyway, back to this GMC Sierra. Pull me out. Pull me out. Uh, truck bed. This is a Carbon Pro Edition truck bed, whatever the hell that means. Um, I assume there's nanotubes. I don't know. Sure. Sure. Uh, I was it's told. I was told nanotubes were the way of the future a yeah. long time ago, and I and I just really believed I it. About that. Yeah, carbon nanotubes. Yeah. If anyone out there in listener land knows what carbon nanotubes are up to these days, get at me. Anyway, if anybody out there is a carbon nanotube. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> What's up? All right. This is, I mean, I, we described the other one. So I'll tell you, it's basically the same thing, except they throw larger and heavier things at this truck bed. It's, the truck bed is suspended in kind of like a big garage airplane mm. hangar kind of where, you know, not completely, empty space. Not completely dissimilar. Yeah. A little less high techy. Less but. high tech, but, you know, very like a big open space. It's suspended from the ceiling and the floor. So it's held in place. So it won't swing. And then they just fire like TV screens and stuff and a couch at it <laughs> they fire a couch at it so it's suspended so usually when you there's see, no truck it's just the yeah bed. usually when you see a truck bed being advertised because they are advertised they are in the truck and they're dumping a bunch of bricks and shit in there not unlike what you were just describing with the cinder blocks but this time and dennis leary is like yelling at you for like having small balls having small balls yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry jamie um so, <laughs> is that your uncle who says we get too blue? Is balls a dirty word? I don't know. I wasn't allowed to say fart growing up. Neither so me neither. But that's I, why I'm getting it all think, out now. But I think that that was I. I blame the judges on that one. Yeah. Okay. But in this one, it is a weird concept to take the truck bed out and then tip it on its side and then suspend it and then throw things at it across the room. Yeah. Because the whole point is it's about things landing. It's like it's less. Right. Impactful this way. Exactly. All right. Let me, I haven't seen this shit. Let, let see. You probably won't launch hurricane force projectiles at your truck bed. Oh, no. One second here, if you don't mind. Reese's has turned me on Will Arnett. Is now that definitely I, Will Arnett? Because yes. I couldn't find him associated anywhere with this. Look to the right sure part of the screen. But it sure does sound like him. Look at the right part of the screen. Will Arnett. Oh, Will Arnett. Actor. Sure as hell. Um, and hearing that voice. I love Will Arnett. And there's something about that. Not sorry. And now hearing him do the Dennis Leary yeah. style, like, tough guy. Ever since he became guy. the Lego Batman, he's like, thinks he's a tough guy. <laughs> You probably won't launch hurricane force projectiles at your truck bed. It's like even doing sort of an accent here. So they, they this like cannon fires like a two by four and some gravel and a watermelon. A watermelon? A truck better be able to handle. I know, a right? Here watermelon. comes the sofa, a TV, a mailbox, another watermelon. They, keep, they just keep going for the watermelon because it makes a satisfying splat. It can handle a hurricane. It can handle you. Don't you think he's doing a voice? Yeah, he's doing like tough guy He's doing like tough guy, like real America voice. You know, I just realized, and I'm seeing this here now too, this was um, directed by- He's not doing a sarcastic Hollywood guy voice. This is directed by Gallagher. That's why there are so (laughs) many watermelons in there. Amazing. That makes sense. Look what Spotify is recommending next. Opportunity missed. Commercials. GMC. Um, Actually, that would be, I mean, we're not big fans of Gallagher. I think he's a problematic person. Isn't there a Gallagher commercial with from Geico? Oh, yes. Yeah. I think you're right. I wonder if that's Gallagher or Gallagher 2, though. Well, probably Gallagher. Do you know You know about the whole yeah, Gallagher 2 thing? Yeah, I do. But, but, brother I, who does the but same I think thing. they would have been... I think it had to have been real Gallagher. Yeah, I'm sure. Okay. He's not dead, right? No, I don't think so. Not at all. I'm sure he's... I'm sure. I mean, where do, you, where, do you think he's doing casinos? Is he doing... Um, what is Gallagher doing? Like Branson, Missouri? Yeah, like like real third and fourth yeah, tier casinos. You, I don't think he's Branson. I don't even think he's Branson like, can, level. Like he can't play the EQC. That's the Emerald Queen Casino. Yeah, yeah I don't. For those not in the Pacific Northwest. He's like doing a card room somewhere. They, they are. Who's always at the EQC? It's. We were joking about this the other day. It's like always the. It's not like the remainders of blood, sweat, and tears, well, is it? It's um. It's always Keith Sweat. Okay. Oh, Keith Sweat. Right. And then right, when right. it's not Keith Sweat, it's like. 
I think it's the, I think it's whoever's left in, yeah. in the earth or like earth wind, earth, and, wind fire. and fire. Yeah. Um, okay, so now we have another commercial here. Um, this is for WeatherTech. Again, you found this one. What is WeatherTech again? WeatherTech is like they're sort of an aftermarket co- uh, company for cars. They've really tried to move into like cell phone holders. Like they do a whole thing where like they did. They actually made kind of a big push this Christmas. Like the white elephant gift to get your office mates or whatever is this. It's sort of ingenious, but it also feels like it's like ingenious, but it's like for your dad ingenious, you know. Mm-hmm. Sorry, dads. Mm-hmm. You know who you are. You though. walk. You walk into the mall, but you. This is a little bit. This is <laughs> not really relevant to our younger listeners who don't know what a mall right. is anymore. But back in the day, you would walk into the mall, but you would often walk in through an anchor store like J C Penney. Sure. And you walk into J C Penney or May Company or whatever. May Company. May's. You don't know about that? No, I guess oh, we didn't have Ohio. those. Um, and it, it smells like perfume. And then as you're walking in, usually there's some clothes on the left and the right, maybe some shoes. But in the middle of, in, right in the middle of the alleyway there, there will be a few tables with like products for dads. Right. Gifts, like a little miniature golfing things for the office yep. is going to be in there. Yep. Um, probably some, maybe something that helps you tie your ties. Right. I don't know how that works. It's electric tie rack. Racking <laughs> up electric ties. <laughs> and then whatever this drink holder thing is. Is that the type of yeah. thing? Yes. You've nailed it. Okay. I, and I also love the word picture that you painted. <laughs> this cup thing is like it sits in your cup holder in your car, but hey, you drive a different size car than me. Your cup holder's not the same size. Wait a minute. The cups come out. They're like Russian dolls. You can get it to the right size cup to fit in your cup holder. And sitting on top of this cup, Uh these cup fillers, is a cell phone holder that holds your cell phone. So you can put that in your cup holder and then put your cell phone on it. Okay. So not, not a cell phone and a cup at the same time. You can change it from a cup to a cell phone. No, holder. no, it 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 takes away one of your cup holders and turns it into a cell phone. I holder. see. But then the other ones you can use for your in your other cup holder to actually. Oh, it, it, it's not about drinking at all. It's not about drinking at all. Oh, it's purely about holding a phone. Oh, but it's about holding a phone in different size cup holders. Okay. Okay. All right. Happy we Father's go, Day, everyone. You know what? I spent a lot of time <laughs> describing it, so I sort in some ways. We have a bit of a sunk cost fallacy here, but should we find? We could look at it if you okay, want to. Do real, you know what it's called? Just go um, WeatherTech phone holder Christmas. I bet you that'll pull it up. And do you think that you've seen this on commercials? Yes, okay, I've actually so. seen it on TV, and I also happened to see it today when I was looking for stuff. Goodbye phone fumbles. Could this possibly? Um, it? Let's take no, a that's not it. Yeah, it is. Well, but this isn't the one I wanted to show you. Does your phone get taken for a ride? With removable cups, there you go. The that is the same product. Cup phone fits any size cup holder and adjusts to secure virtually any size phone. Tilts for perfect viewing, even allows easy access while charging. Whatever you drive, whatever phone you have, cup phone is the perfect fit. Cup phone. <laughs> oh, he ran the old cup phone out of, guy out of business. So uh, that is that explains what it is. It's not okay. as much fun as the white elephant skit that they do, where like it's Chris, it's it's office present. Time. Oh, I see. Yeah, Dialect. I gotta say, I mean, they not, all got each other. Spoiler alert: they all got each other cup phone. Depending where your cup holder is, not the worst idea because they, you know, you then can position it to look at your maps or whatever. In Los Angeles, when I was driving the Scion, I had to like get one of those suction cup right. ones. Right, those on are the not ideal. And they kept breaking because the sun was drying out. Yeah. the rubber is rough. Anyway, that's not what we're here to talk about today. This is for so anyway. WeatherTech makes a bunch of stuff that's okay. like sort of aftermarket. Uh, like accessories for your car and okay. it's supposed to be a lot of it's like you know really tough like if you you get the the floor mats in your car when you buy your car but like they're for shit so you get these like nice weather tech ones that are indestructible that's right? probably where the weather comes in right uh, but they've branched out now into cup phone cup phone so anyway <laughs> this one oh, just even makes... children can tolerate cup phone <laughs> do not look directly at cup phone um i like this one not because it's a particularly um exemplary version of the ads we're talking about with the splatter and the throwing things but i love the way that this cup of coffee gets accidentally dumped on the weather tech materials just go ahead and give it a play there's a woman a white blonde sort of middle class looking woman she gets into her car slow motion she's holding a cup of coffee and as she gets to the car she she's meant to look like she's just dropping it but 
clearly the actress is told to just like throw it. Uh huh. It says, and then they do this th- like this slow motion 3D panning around the coffee as the liquid yes. falls and, in midair, and then they, they and it tells you how hot the coffee is, but it's not gonna so because you know it's it, so it won't melt the weather tech. And it's got all this technology. It's at 2.42 feet, and it's uh like a some sort of a. What is the NFL um, constantly ever next gen stats? <laughs> yeah, it's like got next gen stats next on this coffee. Stats, yeah. But then, luckily for her, it doesn't land on anything that's not the WeatherTech, you know, oh, nice. things. It doesn't land on the seat right. or her lap. Yes, I think that's why she sort of flying. had to throw it because usually when you drop coffee, I've done this many times, you forget to put the lid on properly yeah. tight, and then you you know you go to squeeze it, and it just sort of all squeezes out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's how you spill coffee. You don't go like, oh, whoops. What they should make is chaps, because so often yes! you're holding the coffee Weather between your legs. Coffee chaps. Coffee chaps from the makers of cup phone. Oh, my God. Or phone cup. Get the cup U.S. Phone? patent office on the phone. <laughs> okay, so. Coffee's Here goes the falling. coffee's falling. Oh, but the toughest spills are no match for the ultimate vehicle protection. Custom fit WeatherTech floor liners. Order yours today at weathertech.com or call. Has a raised lip. I can get into that. Yeah, if you Contains if you throw it. your coffee on there just perfectly, it won't get on anything else. Can I um, just skip ahead and show you one? And, and just because it feels like Christmas and you're opening all the gifts and I want to open one. <laughs> sure. um, this one. Also, I shouldn't even do this because this one really breaks the rules. Uh and I'm one for following the rules that we set up for this, but I'd never seen this commercial before, and I thought it was so funny. This is not throwing something at a product. This is throwing the product. This is a Sprint commercial from I don't know how damn long ago, but it's for a flip phone. Okay. Okay. And there's two guys in the locker room. It looks like kind of a Tony locker room. It's like an athletic club. Like mm-hmm. you, you can see them playing racquetball or something. Uh, and it looks like I think they're they're – Dressed, maybe one is coming and one is going. And the one guy is looking at his new phone, and then the other guy compares it to his new phone. <laughs> I can watch live TV on my new Sprint phone. Well, my Sprint phone has TV and downloads music. I can check email. I have that. And crime deterrent. What? Try and take my wallet. Give me your. <laughs> So the guy just barely reaches over, and the guy to go give me your, and the guy just beans him in the face. Takes his flip phone and throws it in his goddamn face. The physicality is hilarious. That is not over. It's not over. Live TV, wireless music downloads, email, and crime deterrent. I'm filing a grievance, Ben. (laughs) (laughs) He's on his knees, starting to get up, says I'm going to file a grievance, and Ben throws it in his face It just basically knocks him out. Do you love that? I love it. I know it breaks the rules, but this is beautiful. Also, I love that they cast it the way they cast it. The guy who's the... Who's the sort of like the beta, the guy who gets beamed in the face twice, is much taller. He's more conventionally handsome. And Ben, our phone thrower, is shorter, a little like he's just sort of like less, you know, he's just sort of like a little dumpier looking. So I like that that's that it's sort of a, a reversal, you know, of like who's the bully. I'm just watching this again. On, that is on fantastic. A loop here with the sound is that down. a real ad that really was? You know, that's a really aired. good question. It did say do not attempt everything. You know what? I hope I'm not being punked. Um, I could look. I, I'll try not to solve that right now. I it doesn't have the usual warning signs of something being fake to me. Um, so I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I, I'm obviously leaning towards it because that's why I, I put it in here. Um, but I, I think, don't think it has to be fake. It's just very yeah. funny. I, I was gonna say it, it has a with the cruelty and yes. the casting. It almost has a Veep like quality to me. Yeah. Who's the really tall, annoying guy? Uh, Jonah is that his yes. name in, in Veep? Jonah. Yeah. Couldn't <laughs> yes. Couldn't the tall guy kind of almost be like, I'm reporting this? Yeah. And say hit he, him in the face again. Yeah. And actually, you're right. That really he did have almost a Jonah vibe. Yeah. What should we do next? What about this bear paint? Is that how you say it? B-E-H-R? I think it's bear. Bear, yeah. I think yeah. it's bear. I think, in fact, their logo is a bear like an animal, even though it's spelled differently. What is with these like um, companies like steel power equipment, S-T-I-H-L, then bear, B-E-H-R? Yeah, Come on, hom- spell it hominems. right. Homonyms. Hom- homonyms. What's up with that? There's a show right there. <laughs> Yeah. Because I'm sure that none of those are people's <laughs> you names. You laugh, but it may come to that. 
I'm just wondering what we're going to name our homonyms show. All right, so you found a, a paint commercial. Yeah, and it's frustrating to me be- that I couldn't find a better one because, like I said at the top of the show, I know I've seen a hundred mm-hmm. versions of this where someone has like proved how good their paint is mm-hmm. by just like spaghetti, watermelon, mm-hmm. hot dogs, poop, whatever, you know? Ew. Not poop, but you know, like that's the that's the implication. Mm-hmm. Um so this is kind of that scenario, right? This is about bare paint. Um and they just it's just scenario after scenario in this typical suburban house of like crap getting on the walls or bouncing off of the walls and not chipping it or staining it or you know scratching it bear presents tough as walls okay so first it's they're outside and somebody kicks a soccer ball and it nails the which siding. by the way if your house paint can't if your outside house paint can't take a soccer ball like that's some pretty bad paint. yeah bear presents tough as walls <laughs> That's some great paint. Let me ask you, did somebody get bonked in the head on the um, ricochet there? I don't think or so. Or is it just the way it's shot that it looked that way? It's, it looks like it's very action-oriented. The ball, I'm doing slow-mo here. I'm enhancing. See, it Enhance. Enhance. So, so it's already hit. It's coming in at that angle. Uh-huh. And then we cut I, right thought to the somebody got, shot. I thought somebody got bonked. You know me. I'm always looking for somebody to get bonked. I know. Same. I love a good <laughs> bonking, but I, mean, I, but I, I don't think know. there was one in this one. <laughs> It did look sort of like it was headed yeah, for somebody. That's some great paint. <laughs> all right, now there's like a fire in the kitchen, and there's grease that's all over the wall. <laughs> the dog's gross spit-covered toy Bear, fell on the wall. Ranked number one in customer satisfaction with interior paints. Paint, prime, protect, all in one. Now that's some great paint. Right now, get incredible... Inside the house, I could maybe see, like, if something... Because I'll tell you what, I deal with trying to clean shit off of paint, and it is hard. Mm -hmm. Uh, You were talking about poop. I apologize. I'm going to lean into that a little bit here. We have um, two cats. Yeah, one of whom is almost One of whom is being kind of old and sometimes has issues that are just outside the litter box a little bit, but our floors up in the litter box room are painted gray. They're wood floors that were painted gray when we moved in. And if you don't get that immediately, the second it dries, it just becomes one with the paint. Right. So if I had a We've had to repaint like that, things. Yes. Um, if I had or if I was in the kitchen and something splattered and it came off immediately, I might say, hey, good on this paint. But what I love is that this begins with a, you know, some outdoor party picnic. Somebody... Somebody does something very common, which is kicks a soccer ball against a wall. Yeah, and she's impressed by the paint. one of the guests gets up and walks up to the wall. It's almost like an alien movie. She's so amazed by what's on the other side of this wall. It's a really weak case. (laughs) It really is. It starts off weak. The only reason I like it is I think it's implied that somebody gets bonked. What? I think the bonking is off screen. (laughs) The bonking is off and off screen. Um, Okay. That was bare paint. Yes. Now, is this... I see this uh, Passat commercial here. Is this mm-hmm. the one about the baseball throwing? You don't count this one. I th- I like this one. I think this is a really hilarious uh-huh. ad, but I never see the car get hit with the baseball. It's sort of like implied I, that one day it will get hit with I the baseball. I thought it did at the end. I Again, though, for... for What's funny about this is not the throwing thing. Yeah. For, for just for the funnies, though, yes. I thought it would work for our it's show. It's a thin today. show, so I think yeah, we've got to take what we can get. Let's lead with the good material, not be a slave to the <laughs> yeah, format. What do you right. say? Uh, in fact, the final thing I'm going to play for you, I know you're going to enjoy, and it's not even really a commercial, but so want to talk about breaking the rules. But this one, I think a bunch of people will probably remember this because if you just type throw commercial, this yes. is the first five results. Although I don't know that I necessarily remember this. 2013 wasn't a big TV watching year for me. I don't think. Were we still in New Hampshire at the time? No. no go, far from Lord, it. Good Lord, no. This was a very big TV watching year. Anyway. You see um, a dad and son playing baseball in the backyard. It actually opens with the with the boy kind of coming out of the bushes. Like the ball is like in the bushes. Yes. Which tells you something. Which is foreshadowing. Yes. And uh, the dad is encouraged. He's like, did you find the ball? Okay, good. Now throw it to me. And he's giving him tips. So you'll hear it in a second exactly and how to throw the ball. And the tips sound legit. Yes. And then the boy throws the ball and you see that the dad is standing in front of his new Volkswagen, right? Yeah. And it's shiny and black and new. And I do like a Passat. 
And so you're a little bit nervous that the little boy's going to throw the ball and it's going to hit the Volkswagen. Uh, but it's just a terrible throw and it goes right in the ground and kind of scuttles underneath the car. So the dad, so the dad runs around the car and grabs it and keeps encouraging him. Find it. All right, another one, just like that. Right in the old bucket. Good toss. Bad throw. See, that's much better. Under the car. That was good. You had your shoulder pointed. You kept your eyes on your target. Let's do it again. Watch me. <laughs> and now the dad throws it. And it is the worst throw you can imagine. He sort of does like a leaping plie and yes. like throws totally with his wrist. I mean, yes. how they taught this. He's this, like pushing the baseball out of yes. his arm. I throw I throw classically like a girl. I know that's you're probably not supposed to say that anymore, yeah. but like what it used to Genevieve's mean. Genevieve's a classic. You can't say anything anymore. You can't say anything anymore. <laughs> but you know what it used to mean to throw like a girl. Yes. Uh, now it's like been it's been taken back and it means something good. Yeah. But yeah. when I do it, it does not. <laughs> that's kind of how I throw. But this guy's throw, the physicality is really great. And again, I'll just say it for any new listeners. We uh, post all of these on the Facebook page if you haven't seen this. Let's do it again watch me <laughs> just like that one now let's see here the durability of the volkswagen oh, passat no, he passed down something right. he will be grateful for good arm that's the yeah you're right the ball never it's the car but so. i do think that there's a little bit of an implied thing of like the the car i guess can handle it it's not really the main thrust of the commercial though yeah i i think so but i um, swear there is a commercial and i thought it was subaru and i did a little digging for it and i couldn't find it where they show a montage of different like soccer balls and volleyballs and stuff hitting, bouncing that off rings of, a, a bell. of a you know a side panel. A Volvo, do you think? Maybe it's Volvo. Oh, I should have looked think for it's that. Volvo. Yeah, that sounds like because it's definitely like one of those sort of like middle class. I, I was like, it was like Volkswagen or Subaru, like something in there, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, ooh, I see a car getting hit by a cannonball. Um, I'm not seeing what I'm looking for right yeah, now. Yeah, but, th- but anyway, somewhere out there is an ad that where like a bunch of balls were hitting the car. Uh, there's also an ad where somebody like runs and heads off a grocery cart that like uh, is gonna oh, hit their car. Right? Yes. But that's kind of yes, the opposite of our yes, idea. Yes. Yes. Uh, now I'm just watching an ad for the Volvo Car Open, which is a tennis tournament. I thought maybe they were gonna hit. Uh, Tennis balls of the car. Um, okay, but I feel like we've left so much on I the know. field I here. I swear I've seen so I've seen many hundreds of ads where like, and I keep picturing it to the tune of the eighteen twelve overture, yeah. <laughs> which is a search that I did to try to find this. Dude, I just googled every object I could think of. Commercial blank thrown at blank. Like I just was like inventing things. Yeah. And it was really spaghetti hard to find. thrown at. Yeah, like yeah. squash court. Spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, squash thrown at spaghetti court. All right, I'm going to put one more in here. I told you this is breaking the rules. Don't look too closely until I hit play on this. This is not technically a TV commercial, but this is somebody unveiling a product that they're very proud of. Oh, I, I, I saw this today, and I thought, like, that's a, that is the... You came across this as well. This oh, I mean, is... I, this is one of my favorite pieces of footage of all time. <laughs> so this is Elon Musk. I mean, this is so famous. Did we, I assume we didn't talk about this. I don't think we've talked show. about it, but if you've, if you've been alive and awake in the last month, you saw this. So this is or him two months ago, I guess. Uh, unveiling the Tesla Cybertruck at a live futuristic event. And if you haven't seen the Cybertruck, it is something out of Mad Max, yeah. like straight out of Mad Max. And he has one of his employees come out and gives him a metal ball and says, throw it at the front window. It is impenetrable. We it have, is unbreakable. It is unbreakable. That's right. And um, the guy throws it. Bronx, could you try to break this glass, please? Listen to all these tech bros. Yeah. Armor glass. Sure? Yeah. Smash! Yes! And this is the best part. I mean, it just it just spider webs out. It smashes it. Oh, it's hideous. And Elon says, "Well, didn't didn't go through. Maybe that was a little too hard." (laughs) (laughs) Should we try the rear? Sorry. Let's go for two. He's gonna try the back window now. So that's a a plus side. Didn't go through. Try the right. Try the one. Really? Okay. Sure. (laughs) <laughs> oh man, it didn't go through. <laughs> it didn't 
didn't go through. Elon Musk, richest person on planet Earth, favorite part cannot of buy a pair of pants that fit him. Too small, you think? Yeah, they're like he's wearing these skinny jeans, but he does not have the ass for it. Mm, not really one to talk. I mean, same. But that's like I make better choices. You know, I can't go around throwing metal balls. <laughs> Commercials in the news. Okay, Vives, you set the story up because I know you wanted to race through it, but then I'm going to drag it down. Okay. This is just, I really hate to give these women any airtime at all, but we did talk about the last time the Million Moms uh, went on the march uh, when they went after, was it, is it, what was the name of the, the wedding company? Vora? Voya? Something like that. Oh, oh, oh. Um, you, are you talking about TBTL sponsor Zola? Zola. Zola. Um, Zola uh, had two women in one of the ads that was being aired on, uh, I think, Lifetime or Hallmark or one of those channels. And the uh, Leah Moms got up in arms because it was pushing the gay agenda naturally. And then uh, Hallmark or whoever it was, Lifetime, uh, initially freaked out and pulled the ad and then came to their senses and, you know, didn't didn't pull the ad mm-hmm. and it's of course it's a lovely ad it's just like a sweet picture you know it's just a sweet story about a wedding where they're comparing their notes if they'd use this product would they have had a more smooth running wedding nothing nothing salacious not that it matters yeah so i think the million moms really like got a taste of fame and they saw what they saw how they can they basically took a page from PETA's playbook right which is generate ridiculous fake outrage at the dumbest possible thing Mm -hmm. and that's why i really hate to play into this because i really think this is fake outrage and it really irritates me that the sort of the left i feel like is tarred with the i know i gotta explain what this is they got mad because there's this burger king ad for the impossible whopper which is great by the way where they go into like a texas some sort of texas you know focus group and they have all these quote unquote like sort of tough guy hyper-masculine guys eating the Whopper mm-hmm. and then they're surprised that it's not beef That then they, they like it. And one of them says, I'm a damn fool. I thought, you know, like, because mm-hmm. he, he was wrong to think that he couldn't like a plant-based burger. They got all exercised about the word damn, which yes. is astounding. Astounding. Okay, I'll just read to you from their press release directly, which is probably exactly what you don't want me to do. Um, <laughs> in the Burger King commercial that is currently airing on TV, customers' responses are being videoed as they taste test the Impossible Whopper. One man is completely shocked that the burger is not beef, so he uses the D word to describe how he feels about himself for being deceived by the taste of the burger. Does he call himself a dick? No, he does not. Does he call himself a douche canoe? Does he- <laughs> No, he says, I'm a damn fool. Here, I'll play for you the actual commercial in question. I believe it's this one here. You've probably seen it's heavy, heavy rotation. We beef lovers a Whopper with no beef. You can't imitate beef. It just tastes better. Turns out these beef lovers love plants, too. That's an Impossible Whopper? I'm a damn fool. Try the Impossible Whopper with a patty made from plants. Somebody think of the children. They really are trying to go for a kind of roadhouse. You know, they're definitely trying to appeal to, um, you know, like they're all wearing cowboy hats. Yeah, Yeah, you know. So I got distracted because I was looking for that. Um, but these these million. So they're trying moms, to appeal to like because you already got you know all your your pinko liberals in Seattle right. and San Francisco eating these. So they're trying to go for red America. Look, even you cattle rancher wannabes will like this. Exactly. Um, and I just think that their outrage is super fake and super uh, calculated. And it irritates me that I feel like the the left gets tarred with the brush of like the out the cancel culture and outrage machine and fake outrage and all that shit. Like this is the fakest of possible of fake outrage ever. Now like, I don't really I don't do not believe anyone is seriously exercised about this. Oh, I'm sure not. Now I have some I have some things to say about this. I won't go into too much detail on the first part because. Uh, it's Luke. It's not even Luke's story, but of course, our buddy Luke uh, was telling me on TBTL that he works uh, with a sound guy who was a sound guy on these commercials, and he said apparently they were trying to get people to swear. So that's kind of interesting that it was actually. But again, that's a that's like a third or fourth hand, or I guess a third hand story. I'm telling you, so take that with a grain of salt. Uh, you know. Um, but one, they're trying to butch it up a little bit. Yeah, and one thing that would um, that would 
seem to give credence to that is this other commercial I found. This is from May of 2019. Um, and my guess is this maybe didn't air. It is broadcast length. It's exactly one minute. But I've never seen this one on TV. We conducted an experiment to evaluate how well Whopper fans know their beloved Whopper. The people you will see here are real people, and these are their real reactions. I've probably eaten about two Whoppers a week for the last 20 years. I love Whoppers. I've turned Burger King into a crime scene a time or two. I absolutely love beef. Beef all the way. If it's not beef, I don't want it. First bite, I would know the difference between beef and whatever else you have. Little do they know, their Whopper patty was actually made from plants. You're f***ing kidding me. We're not, Grant. <laughs> Wait, plant what, what are you talking about? No animals, just plants. Really? <laughs> this is a f***ing cow. <laughs> no f***ing cow. Tastes like a Whopper. Tastes like a Whopper. Tastes like a beef burger. It's made of f***ing beef right here. You see that? It's beef. We swear it's not beef. That's impossible. We it swear. tasted just like a Whopper should taste. Lies! A patty with zero milligrams. Now, clearly this is supposed to be funny, yes. but this is not, this isn't, it's not by fake. the way, this is not fake. This is on the Burger King's YouTube site, and my guess is they made it for the web only. Probably. And did they make this TV. in response to the Million Moms? This, is, this was posted in May of 2019. Oh, because that would be a real Wendy's move. Yeah, you're right. Wendy's no. would be double middles all the way to these women. So the fact that we have a rumor that the sound guy who yeah. worked on some of these said, yeah, we're trying to get people to swear, they were going sure. for that. Like, we swear, which is kind of an interesting thing. Now, this guy's saying, you know, uh, I'm a damn fool. That's probably further down the production line right. of where they were with the campaign. But they're going for something. They were going for a something. Edgier. A little edgier. I'm not, viral. Su- I'm not surprised. I mean, Wendy's has really uh, captured, I think, a lot of a lot of people's imagination as sort of like the snarkiest of the of the, you know, fast food places. And I think Burger King has been doing some interesting. And we've talked about some of the interesting things they've tried with, like the the Andy Warhol Super Bowl ad last year. That was Burger King, right? Yes, that was great. I love that. So you know, I just think they're they're doing some interesting things, and they're really trying, uh, trying new approaches besides just the same old, same old. Okay, my story doesn't end there. So I wanted to put a link in our show sheet with a story that just gave the basic details of this, right? So I found something from the Washington Post, Democracy Dies in Darkness, a very serious publication, sometimes that also writes Onion-esque articles that don't really land well with me. Um, and the, the reporter, her name is Rachel Siegel, writes this. A cons- and this was just written uh, Monday of last week. A conservative activist group is blasting Burger King for u- using what it calls profanity to sell meatless Whoppers. In August, saying in August, the fast food giant rolled out a commercial featuring a man taste testing the new plant-based Impossible Whopper. In between bites, he mumbles, damn, that's good. Now I'm thinking, wait a second, that's not the commercial I'm seeing all over the place. He says, I'm a damn fool. Now, right under that line, they have embedded this uh, this tweet, this tweet, this Twitter, this tweet from Burger King itself, clearly posted on August first, twenty nineteen, uh, says a big deal is about to become a bigger deal. The Impossible Whopper is available nationwide starting August eighth, and I'm going to play this for you. And this is the commercial that we they invited were Impossible there. fans to the opening of a very special restaurant. Tonight we are at the grand opening of the Impossible Burger Restaurant. The Impossible Whopper is now available in New York City. Yes, but no. The Impossible Whopper is going nationwide. Damn, that's good. <laughs> damn, that's good. And that's what this writer is describing. In between bites, a guy mumbles, damn, that's good. And all of my deducing, specifically from that line from the million, um, from the million moms and their, uh, their press release, says something like the guy calls himself a name using the D word, which, of course, we would assume is uh, a damn fool. So all, my point of this is that the Washington Post got this wrong. Yeah, because I they, almost they're referring to the wrong instance. I almost because Burger King's doing yeah. so much swearing they can't keep it straight. Exactly, but I mean, I almost wonder if like the writer because I've been this in, like producing something on deadline and something that I looked at this reporter's byline today or yesterday she was reporting on some sort of international um, trade agreement. Like she's a business reporter with a degree from Yale. She is not an idiot. My guess is this stupid yeah. story about Millie Mom she doesn't give a shit about and probably like was doing like I guess they're talking about this thing that ran in yeah. August but like because she says enter one million moms which says its mission is to stop the exploitation of our children blah 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 blah. but there must have been in some part of her brain she needed to her read thinking their- like wait a second why would they be waiting until 
January of 2020 to respond to something from August of 2019. And I'm pretty sure that thing we saw was only a viral tweet, or I'm sorry, a, a video tweet. Yeah. I don't think it ever went out on the air. Well, so score one for you. No. Score negative one for me because this is what you're going to be mad at me about. How much longer is this segment? I wrote to her. Oh, God. <laughs> you did not. I did. Andrew. I did. That's awful. It is kind of awful, but I also just... Is that how you like people to interact with media you produce? Well... To nitpick? Yes. I thought about that a lot. I'm going to read to you the letter that I wrote, to, because, I mean, I do think, like, if somebody tells me you're wrong about something, but tells me it in a way that's not like, you dumb idiot, like, you're wrong about something, yeah, I would like to know. Um, and I was going to leave it in the comments, like, oh, I don't think this is the commercial. Here's the one I think that you're referring to, but there's... Uh, uh, by the way, what does this say about our culture? There's already 1,600 <laughs> comments on this, mostly people bashing the million moms. Right. Um, so I was like, well, that's a bunch of noise. So I, but you can click on her byline and email her. Now, does she look at these emails? Who knows? I look at listener email. I don't know if a reporter who covers business and writes about three articles a week for the post, I don't know what kind of stuff she gets or if she looks at this account. But I wrote, hi, Rachel. My name is Andrew Walsh, and I host a podcast about TV commercials. If nothing else, if she sees this, maybe she'll look it up. That's how, we'll that's how we're listener. building our listenership. I didn't mention One the name of it. One cranky-ass email at a time. I didn't mention the name of it. Hi, Rachel. My name is Andrew Walsh, and I host a podcast about TV commercials. I think there might, asterisks on either side of the might, I think there might, I think there might be a small mistake in your recent article about the Burger King commercial that the million mobs are rallying moms, the million moms are rallying against. You mentioned that they are upset about a commercial that ran in August in which a man mumbles, damn, that's good. I'm pretty sure the commercial they are upset about is the one that is currently running pretty heavily in which a cowboy hat wearing fellow takes a bite and says, well, I'm a damn fool. Here's a link. I'm not sure the August video that is embedded in your article and that you describe in your piece ever aired on TV. I think that one might have been web only. I could be wrong about this, but I came across this in my research for tonight's show, and I thought I'd share it with you in case you care, which you might not, which would be totally understandable. I hope this email isn't as annoying as I think it might be best, Andrew. So much writing. So much writing. So much writing. But I know that I was being an uh, I, actually guy, you, but if a reporter gets something wrong, you know, you can let them know. I didn't want her to think that I was like, like that I thought it was super important. And there, and there was no more economical way to share that feedback? Well, I mean, I just sort of figured like by writing and being self-deprecating that like at least I'm really underscoring that I'm not trying to be the guy who I hate online. I got to say... I. I know the tone you meant it in, uh -huh. but that is not the way I would receive that if I were her. What is the worst that happens of that? I, I think I clearly made it that I'm I'm I even said like this is probably something you don't really care that much about. I mean, the, at the worst end. that happens is nothing. The worst that happens is she junks it. Right. I I don't think it'll upset her though, and I don't think that she would feel attacked or like mad or piled on. And those are the emotions that like people like kind of forget about when you're emailing. I think she you will don't not know. feel piled on. But we'll just like, I think she'll feel contempt for that email. Maybe. I don't know. Here's what I think That's the options That's not a feeling are. I would like to have anyone feel about my communications. I, I will also say this, and maybe part of it did come from the fact that, and, and again, I, I, I'm sure this woman is a thousand times smarter than I. I mean, she graduated from Yale. Um, I assume she's working on a, a you know, a doctorate from Kent State, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> um, but... You know, I, I but I do think that the Washington Post is doing this thing where they're writing. They're they're really playing fast and loose with a lot of stuff recently. They're like trying to be cheeky. They're yeah. doing these things, which it, sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. When it doesn't, it seems really bad. And maybe me reaching out about this. And again, I didn't write it to like the public editor. I didn't write it to her editor. I only wrote it to her directly. She can see it and ignore it. She might even see the subject line, which is something like it's like. Again, very gentle. It's like maybe wrong commercial in Burger King article question mark. You know, she might even see that and not even open it because she's heard it all and doesn't give a shit. Um, but I do sort of feel that the Washington Post, which is an organization that I think is really important, I think is getting pretty sloppy with these yeah. like clickbaity things. This that like is don't ha Don't have your good reporters yeah. write the clickbaity stuff if the good reporters aren't going to care about it. Right. And this is sloppy because all you have to do is read the actual press release 
Yeah, where she's where clearly From, what's described in the press release is not what happens in that thing that is ref, that she describes in her piece. And um, I don't. I mean, I'm also. I mean, this is very, uh, very unlikely. But there's even a chance that you would hear us talking about this right now. <laughs> I mean, maybe. It's very Who knows? Unlikely. Anyway, I ran through all the things and I decided I want to do it. Also, part partially, I did it because I wanted to. I thought I thought you scolding me on the air for being a douche nozzle online would make for good content and did it i don't know let the <laughs> listeners decide do you want to get into this other commercial in the news um want to no. save it for next week let's skip that let's skip the next two and uh just wrap this we'll, up we'll bring it up we'll bring it up uh for next week we have more commercials in the news uh so for right now should we check in with the ad council yes please if we were going to do that what would we play probably <laughs> this <laughs> doing a lot of stalling today looking for audio <laughs> I don't hear words saying only the echoes of my mind alright what do you have from the ad council today well this is an ad that actually I've been noticing a lot uh, and I think we might may have even talked about it it's kind of one of those ads that if you're on if it's on in a bar it'll sometimes generate a little bit of conversation of like what the heck is happening listener Eric writes this ad is weird and manipulative. Um, this is for Honda, and it's a commercial called Safety Affects Everyone. I'm going to describe it based on this Ad Age article about it. Um, Honda's latest car safety campaign depicts the ripple effects of a collision and how a crash doesn't just affect the victim, oh, but a yeah. host of other people. Yes, this ad. It centers on a guy named Mark, whose presence has a positive effect on many lives around him. We see Mark about to cross the street, and we hear from his wife. We hear from his best friend, his nephew, his boss. I'm going to play the 30-second version, but there's a minute-long version that has, okay. like, a whole cast of characters. They're all talking about, like, what a great guy Mark is, great father, great husband, great best man at my wedding, yada, yada, yada. And then they all pause and look stricken. And just as they're doing that, Mark is, like, crossing, a like, a, a street or some sort of alleyway or something and a guy driving doesn't see him and has to pull up short. I think the car actually pulls up short, like auto brakes, because uh, it's a really bad a safety feature on, on these Hondas. And then Mark survives. Everybody's okay. But the people who have been describing him have like this outsized reaction as if they are all suddenly aware instantaneously that Mark has been killed in a car crash, mm-hmm. essentially. So it's a weird... It's totally very weird. Like it's almost like Rick and Morty esque alternate universe. Yeah, it's got a of. sort of a sliding doors feel yeah, to it. If you've yeah. seen it described as that. Um, ultimately, the spot shows the Honda vehicle braking sharply as it approaches Mark, demonstrating the brand's collision mitigating braking system and how it's not just save his life but spare others the tremendous heartache. Um, and so, why don't you give this a play and we'll just uh, take you can take a look at it. You can see yeah. what I mean about like how sort of grim the tone is. Mark is the best husband and father you could ask for. He's just a big kid. Best man at my wedding. Just gotta keep him off the dance floor. Everybody just looks like everybody's everyone's like, crying. Like they're bawling. Yeah. The baby's crying. The mom is like bawling. You see the the guy who said he was his best man or some coworker of his is like looking up, like sort of like swallows a lump in his just throat. Just like doesn't know what to do without his friend. But now we're about to see the um, the other version of reality here. That's why we make vehicles that can break on their own or something. It went break by too, before you do. Before you do. Safety for everyone. Um, Middle Tennessee Honda dealers. That yeah, one was I don't know why oddly that was, localized. Why that at one the was end. local? But yeah. we but we see that one all the time. Here, okay, you know? so did um, did uh, Eric have anything else to say about this? He just said that he thinks it's man- emotionally manipulative, right? Uh, yeah, Eric says, do his friends and family sense that he was hit by a car? Did someone tell them he was hit after soliciting positive comments about him? <laughs> tell me how great Mark is. Okay, now. Yeah. Now, that, now that I have your attention. I got some I got bad some news for you. very bad news for you. Uh, guys, keep rolling. And then did they tell them, tell, <laughs> then were they told that he wasn't actually hit? I love that scenario. Yeah, um, I hate this, co- this commercial, Eric. I've been seeing this, and I... I 
I know what they're going for. And yeah. like some of these car commercials the with like safety and pulling in our heartstrings have gotten really extreme early on in the show. So like what, four years ago or going on four years ago, there was a family driving in a car in a commercial. Do you remember this? It was. Is it the They Lived commercial? The They Lived commercial. You yes. never said so. That's a great super okay, ad. It's I'm one of my it's one of my all time favorite ads. I think it's incredibly effective. It is a crum- crumpled up, destroyed automobile, and you see it being taken away from the crash site right. through all the process of taking it from the the cop sees it, then the then the tow truck driver sees it, then the you know guy at the uh, you know uh, junkyard sees it, and in each instance each time the car changes hands um the person tells the person who's taking possession of the car they lived and then the very last people you see are the family that was in the cars like a mom and dad and two kids and they say we lived and it's really heart-wrenching but it's not faked up the way this is you know what i mean they lived They lived. They lived. Now we see the family. We lived. Thanks to our Subaru. That is a powerful ad. And that was from that was from a, a 2014 Subaru, which yeah. I believe was the Subaru 6. I mean, I haven't seen that ad in in years, back. and I remembered yeah. the product and the exact story of the commercial. Yeah. And, and but I remember you liked it because it was extreme and it yeah. did make you think and it, it was kind of a, again it's so clear to me that this commercial is trying to do yes. it's trying to evoke the same exact thing only you're just off by a click and yeah. that's an important click buddy it's more ham fisted I yeah. agree I think it's I think it's too you can see the wheels you can see the mechanics too much. Um, but something that it brought up was um, the in the Ad Age article that I was quoting, they said uh, it, it reminded the author of that article of this very old uh, VW ad for the Jetta from like back in the, I think it's probably back in the 90s. Mm. Um, and it's uh, two guys. It's a really an incredible ad, actually, I think. It's two guys just sitting um, in the passenger and driver's seat having a conversation as they're driving down the road. Why don't you give it a play? Gives me the feeling like she's not like listening to me. Have you tried not saying like every other word? What? Remember your ski trip story? Yeah. I was like going down the hill and like this guy like cut me off and like there was a crowd no, and like come on, that's and not I was me. like, look, stuff either happens or it doesn't happen. Stuff doesn't sort of like happen. Now, the pickup truck backs out in front of them and they smash into it and their airbags deploy. Oh then safe happens. Is, comes over the screen over the picture over like a beauty shot of the smashed up Jetta. Yeah, it's interesting. Not it's the like, whole Jetta. Like the beautiful again. We're talking about that white space uh, yeah. kind of vacuum on a turning car is on a turning turnstile or whatever. Turn except tables. it's smashed up. Like that's that is so classic yeah. Volkswagen. I think I that's like a very classic Volkswagen. This era of '90s, maybe early. I think early 2000s Volkswagen advertising is so clearly inspired by the groundbreaking Volkswagen advertising of the 1960s yeah. of just like taking something and turning it on its head. So Eric, I'm so glad you um, you shared that with us and uh, and reminded me of that Volkswagen ad. Um, let's talk about this before we go. Okay. Uh, I, I do want to talk about this. This is from listener Angela and she posted to the Facebook group. Uh, you, you probably have seen this one. Uh, you've seen this commercial starring Katie Sowers who is the first and I'm probably only uh, female NFL coach. No, I haven't seen this. Uh, why don't you go ahead and give it a play? Uh, you're going to hear this woman, Katie Sowers, who is a uh, she's a assistant coach for the 49ers. Mm-hmm. I know you hate the 49ers. No, 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 but she's cool. I've, uh, but she, she's this pretty is, cool. Is she finishing her second year now? Maybe I don't think even so. think she's brand new. Yeah, so uh, so know. she's just talking about what it's what it's like being her. And it look, I'm scanning ahead here a little bit. It looks like it's kind of shot documentary style. Looks yeah. like there's some old footage from her youth, maybe combined with some uh, modern footage of her working with the team uh, today. I wrote this a long time ago. I don't know how old I was. I hope someday I will be on a real football team. I'm Katie Sowers, offensive assistant coach for the San Francisco 49ers. Whoa, whoa, hold it. I'm not just here to be the token female. I'm here to help 
us win. The Surface Pro helps me get what's in my head and get it out onto the field. There we go, that's what I'm talking about. I would want to tell this little girl to keep pushing yourself. Your dream's coming. Let's go, let's run it again, run it again, let's go. That's a good commercial. That's really well shot. It's incredibly well shot. I've seen it many times. I knew all about Katie Sowers thanks to that commercial. Yeah. I, until Angela posted this to the Facebook group, had no idea that it was for a Microsoft Surface. Even though she talks oh, about yeah. the Surface and it's the last thing you see is yeah. the Surface sitting on the field. And I'm even aware of the Surface as a product. You have two of them. I have You're two. You're the, literally the only person in America aside from people who yeah, work for the NFL. two of them sitting in a drawer. Um, yeah. But I I love I both love and think this ad is incredibly ineffective. Like I think it's an incredible ad for the 49ers and for Katie Sowers personally. Mm-hmm. Um, it makes me want to watch like a you know uh, 30, thirty for thirty on her or something. Yeah, exactly. Even now watching it, knowing I'm I'm looking for the surface, I kind of forgot that it was. Yeah, <laughs> the yeah. No, I could see that. But um, I agree with Angela who says this is so effective. I first saw it during Ink Masters. Ink Master, and it played again today during the Vikings game. Uh, still can't stand the 49ers, but this ad sure gives me some good feelings. <laughs> I am for the 49ers when they're playing against Green Bay. Uh, I think that's really cool. She comes off really yes. well in that. She, saying, she like, really I don't, shines. Like, it com- like, you see commercials like this, and sometimes they just seem really fake, or like mm-hmm. they're saying the words. Maybe it's really an interview, but they're just like saying a bunch of pat things that they know they're supposed to say. But, like, I don't know. She comes off as very believable. She totally does. Yeah, she's a, yeah. she's a star. Now, I will say... We don't have to get... I'm not huge on having women coaches in the NFL. Uh-huh. But... Yeah, maybe that's a, for a know, different show. Maybe we'll, we'll, we'll talk about Just that. leave that one. Week. Hanging out there. <laughs> you can sell anything. You can sell anything. All right, let's get out of here. I am hoping, I mean, again, I don't think it's going to happen, but I am hoping that I might get an email back from the Washington Post reporter. And I'll God, share I don't it with know you what's worse, if you do I, or you don't. Oh, I mean, I'll be honest about it. I mean, I realize it. Uh, I realize I, I don't I I don't regret I what I did as much as you did. it just had a little bit of like, it just too not, cutesy. It, it was just like too cute and too, pre- it was too precious. Trying too hard not to offend. Yeah, trying too hard not to offend. And it just came across as like, I don't know, sort of a a cranky old man who thinks he's being funny. I will, I I accept all of that. I will say though, like knowing that if once I decide, okay, I'm going to write something, if I come off as just being like a dismissible dorky old man who thinks he's being too <laughs> cute, or on the side of coming off as another mansplainy asshole, right? I was just I would a million times over sure. rather just be a nerdy old man who says, hey, I happen to be doing this because this is my wheelhouse and I do a podcast on this stuff and so here's some information I came across. All right, so. well, Rachel, if you're listening, um, Genevieve. I had nothing to do with this. <laughs> Genevieve. And I washed my hands of it. What if I follow up by sending her a link to this episode? Do not. And a timestamp. Do not do that. Oh, my God. No, I would never do that. Uh, and I'm not here to harass people. Okay, <laughs> so uh, you can harass us, though. Yes, you can. You can always harass us. And tell us what you think about Andrew's... Uh, no, just leave that one alone. No, you can write in. 607-444-5597. Is the voicemail line. Now, I have not received a voicemail, I think, in two weeks and yeah we got I try so hard not to take things personally as you know Genevieve yes. but like this is starting to hurt a little bit All right, I call like in to the hear voicemail. the 607-444-5597 I know we've got some new listeners call in and sing a jingle uh, for a product that you love that you remember from your youth We'd love to get back on that jingle train. Call in and just say that you think I'm just clever and not at all fussy at right. all in my yes. email. Fussy. That's the word. <laughs> that really sums it Why up. Why am I giving you more ammunition? You can email us at afterthesemessagesshow at gmail.com or find us on Facebook. And there is uh, always something fun going on Facebook. That's right. And you'll post all of these because a lot of these commercials were kind of visual today. Yes. So. All right, gang. We will talk to you next Tuesday. I will say this. Um... We are now officially, we can avoid it no longer. Uh, in Super Bowl Next week season. is kind of like our Super Bowl. Yes. <laughs> It'll be the last uh, show we do before the Super Bowl. So I think 
We will probably have to do a Super Bowl preview, and then we'll probably have to talk about the ones that weren't getting all of yeah. the free media ahead of the Super Bowl the week after. So, so look for that. Yeah, let us know if you have any thoughts on the Super Bowl stuff, by the way. That'll make it so much more fun if we know what's kind of like lighting you guys up as we get into Super Bowl commercial season. Oh, my gosh. I ran out of music. First time for that. All right. Bye, everybody.